Do you truly understand your pet? Are you even aware that your pets use mental telepathy in an attempt to communicate with you? Pet communicator Dr. Monica is joining Dr. Pat each month to help you recognize that animals have emotions, thoughts, and feelings. You will come to understand how your own actions, thoughts, and feelings affect your furry friends. It's time to learn all you can about all creatures, great and small, on Pets Talk with Dr. Monica and Dr. Pat right now on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Yep, Pets Talk. Yep, Pet Communicator Dr. Monica Dietrich joining me here today. Having a routine with your pets. This is so very important right now. Good um, it's morning, important for everyone. a lot of reasons, yes. right, Dr. Monica? This is important for a lot of reasons, right? Yes. We, we've gone through this period where people are all home. Mm-hmm. That changed it. And then now people are going to slowly not be home and that will change it. Um, but tell me about what, tell me about what animals must be going through now with, it's almost, it was almost like an immediate change. It wasn't like a slow thing. It was like yes. one day you go to work and the next day you're not. That's right. So uh, first of all, hi everyone. Thank you for being here at uh, Pets Talk. Listen, we, if we are going through some hard times, our animals are going through hard times too. Uh, And it depends where you are, right? I am in California. And just a couple of days ago, our mayor decided that we are going to be in quarantine until the end of August. August. Wow. Okay. I didn't hear that. Yeah. We are in mid-May. So we need to think in terms of until the end of August, our life as we know it is not going to be the same. So again, it just depends where you are in the world and how much longer you have to go in. Maybe you go back to work, you're not going to be working the same amount of hours. You're going to be working just a few hours or just a few days. So today I wanted to talk about how animals understand the routine. Now, animals are all different, just like people. You have those animals that you are home now and you didn't used to be before, and they are loving every minute of the day. They have you all to themselves. They uh, want to be petted. They want to be loved. They are in heaven. You go out, to do your walks twice a day where before you only did it once or maybe you even do it three times. Those are the lucky ones. So it's it's easy for them to get used to this new routine. But we have to think in terms of what happens to pets that are not people-oriented. You know, those pets that are maybe older, they wonder siesta time and you are there all the time waking them up telling them come on let's go let's play let's do this let's do that and the pet goes enough already so what do they do they hide they hide under the bed they go to the laundry room they go outside they find a little spot why because it's an overload it's an overload of love it's an overload of you (laughs) 
<laughs> so we need to learn how to balance these and we really need to know our pet, which one it is, the one that we have. One of the things that you need to know is that a pet considers a new routine, their new normal after 21 days. So that means- I didn't know that, Ron. Oh, yes. It Say that again, because look, you know, this is part, I mean, this is your life's work. Mm -hmm. You know, Dr. Monica is the author of several books. We're gonna talk about her new book. Yes. But you've seen this time and time again what happens when there are changes in a family dynamic. I mean, we're talking about what's going through a crisis, but we could also be talking about a divorce or a marriage, right? That's right. Any change in the routine, whatever they consider the routine, is a huge change for them. And so we were at the breaking point is 21 days. And I'll tell you why these 21 days are so, so very important. During these 21 days, an animal can tell you why they're upset about their new normal. If they uh, move to a new home or, you know, a teenager left the house to go to college, if uh, they got a divorce, if they have a new man <laughs> or woman in the house, this is a change of their routine and they need to get used to it. So sometimes we wait a couple of days and we go, why is he, he or she, you know, in a bad mood? What is going on? Well, they're trying to adapt to their new normal, their new life. And we have to be very concerned about that. And in our mind, we have to try to do as normal, as routine, as we can possibly find for them. So even if you are, if you move to a new home, you have to try to have the same times a day where you feed them, you walk them, or you do other things. What happens during this time is, let's talk about, for instance, a move to a new home. The sun comes out in a different place. The, the house it could be completely turned around. It was facing north, now it's facing south. Oh, yeah. They need to adapt to where the sun is at all times of the day. What happens when they walk? The smells are different. The road is different. The, the sounds are different. So it takes some time to adapt to these new circumstances. And there's so many things that I want to talk about today about adjusting to new circumstances that we really have to take one at a time. And I want to just say to everybody, uh, if this would be good to get your questions here about this, uh, to Dr. Monica, 1-800-930-2819. If you could get your questions in about, well, wait a minute. Yeah, you know, my entire environment changed. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to ask you one particular question uh, that I'm struck by. And I hadn't thought about it till something you just said, Dr. Monica. One of the things that happens, especially now with people home is, well, two things. One, there's the internal environment, right? And what's going on. And then there are routine changes. So my friend said something interesting to me. She said to me, you know, now since I've been home, you know, myself and Rocky have been walking three times a day. Rocky is her dog. And I was thinking to myself, that sounds really good, but that is a change for Rocky. 
And yeah. we went from like Rocky doesn't get walked three times a day to now minimally Rocky is walked three times a day, right? right? In a public place with other people. What is the impact of that? Because this is not going to last forever. You exactly. See. And that can be a problem later on if she goes back to work and Rocky only gets one walk a day or sometimes two walks a day, but doesn't get the third one. Then depending on the pet, remember each pet is an individual, but a pet can get really upset about the fact that he's not getting a third walk during the day. So he's not distracted enough. If he has a lot of pent up energy, he will be destructive he will start peeing around the house. All these behaviors are a way of telling their owner the pet is unhappy and is looking for attention. And so if she goes back to work and she cannot walk him for the third time, she can, not at will, but she can have some problems that she's gonna have to deal with or talk to a pet communicator about, you know, getting Rocky to understand that she's- To be honest there. with you, Dr. Monica, I think people should be talking to a pet communicator now 24 seven, mm -hmm. because we are like in this place where I think almost everybody yeah. uh, pretty much thought this would be here and then it would be gone like in a nanosecond. And as you just said, and let's talk about this now, there's now a level of unpredictability and predictability about it. And so here you are in California, here we are in Seattle, Washington state, people all across the globe. And we are in states that have certain city municipalities that are making different game change rules, right? right. And right. so I did hear something was gonna happen in California. I didn't know it did happen uh, yet. But what we're finding is that, that these changes, right, that are being made affect the, the owner, the human being, and therefore affect our animal friends. And when we come back from break, I wanna talk about this dynamic because we're not just talking about changing the routine, right? But we are talking about what happens to people as a result of the routine change. Therefore, is there any implication for our pets? You know, right. somebody said to me the other day, um, you know, I think, I think these conversations apply to dogs and cats, but I don't think they're going to apply to my bird. And I said, you know, you got to listen to the show because I think Dr. Monica is going to have to talk to you about that little thought. If you don't think your bird, I was talking to somebody the other day, Dr. Monica, and usually when I talk to her, I, I don't notice the bird, but I was talking to her the other day and I said, do you have your bird next to your microphone? And she said, no. I said, wow, like what's wrong with your bird? So when we come back, we're gonna talk about not only what happens, but Dr. Monica is gonna share with you what you need to be doing about this now. Because just like with humans, we could create scenarios that can have long-term effects. We right. wanna know what they are, what we can do. And by the way, what has to happen when we transition back? Are we going to be from that shock originally with now a house full of children? Maybe the TV's on 24-7 and it's never on. Now, all of a sudden, people are gone. That's what today's show is about. That's We're right. also taking your calls. 
1-800-930-2819. Also, Dr. Monica is going to talk to us about hot off the press. Hot yes. off the press. <laughs> we'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Hello, friends. I am Terry J. Walker with the I Am Power Hour, and here is your soul-stretching success tip of the day. Two very important and life-changing words, I am. I have an alphabet game I wanted to share with you today. Start with the letter A and come up with as many positive words as you can think of and place those affirmative I am words before them. For example, I am abundant. Move to the letter B and do the same thing. I am beautiful, and so on. This requires you to actually focus on coming up with positive words and learn to state your affirmations with conviction, validation, and focus. Begin to say them numerous times a day. Learn to say them with feeling and belief, and you will begin to see your confidence, your focus, and your self-worth evolve. Hope you have a beautiful, successful day, and I'll see you next time. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, we're talking right here. This is for sure a fabulous show, Pets Talk with Dr. Monica. Petcommunicator.com is the website if you want to check it out. Before we keep going, though, tell us about your book. Oh, well, I have um, a new book. It's called Your Pet Called. 
It's only because I named it like that because I had a, a couple of incidents where the pet initiated the phone call to me. The pet called me to tell me something. Now, of course, this... Uh, these were pets that I knew very well. And so the owner didn't have to be on, on the phone with me telling me I have a problem. The pet initiated the call. So I got a mock-up. Oh, it's so heavy. Your pet call. Okay. Nice. So uh, this is already on my website, petcommunicator.com. It is 500 plus pages. <laughs> It's a huge book. But in the book, I tell you about wonderful communications that I have, things that will um, make you realize that pets are different, that they have their own uh, uh, view of life. And these are just some of my very favorite communications that I had over the last uh, few years. I didn't think I was going to write any more books, actually, because I had written five and uh, all of a sudden this pet called me and I said oh my gosh I just have to put this on a book because this is like incredible even to me and then from then on I started collecting some of the incredible communications and you know 500 pages later <laughs> this book was born. Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about, too. Sometimes our pets want to be heard and they have to go through you because we're not hearing them. You know, that's I'm right. always struck by the one picture of you with the lion. I'm always struck every time I see that picture. I and for those of you out there, that is not Photoshop. No, it is I not. I just say to everybody, that's Dr. Monica in a picture yes. with a lion. I want to stop for a minute and talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Because, um, I I had the loveliest time. I'll tell you about Did it. Did you tell me? I, I went to visit my country of Argentina. And Argentina is one of the two countries in the world that have a um, zoo, let's call it, that you can go in and visit with animals. You have to visit one person at a time. It's not like, you know, <laughs> all these people come in. And oh. they have to be very careful who goes in with them. And so they check you out. They make sure that you're not loud, that you're, you know, you, you have to be very centered. So I go in to the cage by myself. My husband is taking pictures. And I am next to this lion, which was so lovely. And he allowed me to kiss him and he was just great. And all of a sudden, the person that was there handling the handler got really nervous. And he said, he started looking at me and he says, what do you have? Do you have something shiny? And I said, no, I wasn't wearing anything. And he says, well, stay very still because his dad, is coming to check you out. I have all this on a video. Okay, it's not that I'm imagining. Wow. So the very old 15-year-old or, or older um, lion comes by, checks me out, smells me, goes in front of his son who was perched up higher and talks to him, tells him something, and then he lays at my feet. So I have one lion here ah. and one lion right there. And the handler was like, oh, my God, nobody move. Nobody makes any noise because this is like it never happens. Wow. 
And so I, I was thrilled, obviously, because they were reading my energy. They knew that I wasn't scared, that I was just fine. And so we just took pictures and I exit the cage and, you know, no problem. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to ask you about it, because, you know, we've been doing a number of shows and I want people to get to know you the way that we've gotten to know you. And, you know, when people see pictures like that, they're not quite sure what to make. But I, I know, and I knew there was a story behind that, but you said your husband's got that on video. Yes. I yes. would love to share that video because that to me is at the core of the work you do. Yeah. Because when people think about pet communicators, and that's what today's show is about, folks. This is where you can get some help today from Dr. Monica, because what is it that is causing an energy that most of the time we don't really have a sensitivity about it? And you may or may not see the aftermark of this or the after effects of this until down the road. But this is now the time to become more and more and more aware. Yes, let me tell you something. The effect, right? Right. Yeah, let me tell you something that is very important for people to know, because yeah. we have around us those people that all the strays in the neighborhood come to them. You know, you you probably know of someone like that. And then you have the next door neighbor that none of the strays come to them, but they always come to the same house, to the same person. And for for those of us who are into pets, we realize that these people are special. And the only uh, way that I can explain what happens and why these people find themselves surrounded by strays is because I, I, I tell my clients, you have a neon sign above you that only the pets can see that says all pets welcome. And th so that means that these people have a special energy within them that animals can see and sense. And that's why when they're in trouble, they seek that person and only that person because they know this person is going to help them or is going to you know, take them someplace or is going to take them back home or something that has to do with their well-being. And we have quite a few people like that, but people don't realize. They go, oh, they, it always happens to me. You know, I'm out to lunch and I have this tray coming to, to look for me or coming to see me. That's why it is your energy, the one that is talking to your pets. Yeah. And, you know, that's part, that's a large part of what we're talking about today, Dr. Monica, because we're talking about having a routine and whether we know it or not, the routines in our life carry energy yes they carry it with us yes. um and you know everything from i'm used to getting up at five in the morning and going to the gym and i have my routine there and that's right. what i do or uh, this is when i make dinner this one but we are almost acting right now as if our animal friends our pets cats dogs whatever they are are just going to go with the flow of what we're doing without any impact. Now, here's what I want to say. There is an impact on humans now. 
I don't know why we don't think that this could have an effect on our pets. That's right. And the one thing that is very important that people understand is that our emotions, our frustrations, everything that we go through in our days is energy. And animals feed off of that energy and they show it to you in different ways. Like if you have a bird that is usually quiet and you are stressed, the bird is going to start screaming. It reminds me of birds because, of course, I have birds here and you probably heard them. <laughs> they are not stressed, but they're mating, so they're really happy campers. <laughs> but this is what happens, whether it's a bird, whether it's a snake, you know, a dog, cat, or a reptile, whatever it is, they feed off of our energy. So if during this quarantine time, we are upset, nervous, preoccupied. How are we going to pay our bills if we cannot go out and work? Don't you think that you have within you that energy that follows you around every day, every moment of your day? And that's why it's important for you to know, not, not that you're going to be able to change it, because when you are worried about something that important, you probably won't change it. But so that you know your animals feed off of that energy. If you have a bird that all of a sudden starts plucking their feathers, it is not the bird's fault. It's usually your fault or something of their routine that has changed in their home. And they're showing you, I am stressed. I don't know how to handle this stress. So I'm going to pluck myself, you know, and I'm not going to have any more feathers. And that'll yeah. show you. Yeah, and that is something we're talking about today, because for those of you that are listening, whatever it is, the routine you have, we are all affected in some way, right? Don't you want to know what you might need to be doing now to make sure that we are having a good, perfectly transitional time? between you and your pets right now, whether it be in the house or in your routine or all of the above, and then what to do as you move forward. Yeah. But the things that are happening now are emotional. There may be a family member that's passing away. Oh. You may be as a couple fighting more. Yeah, That's Let the new tell. statistic. Let me tell you about a family member that has passed on, because you usually think in terms of, well, um, a human passed and, uh, you know, the, the animal is acting out. Just last week, I had a consultation with a blind cat. This blind cat had a friend, also a cat, that was a little bit older than she is. And this cat got sick, and within days, he passed. Now, this cat was not only a companion to her, it was her seeing eye cat. Because everywhere he went, she would follow. She would follow him by scenting him. So he died. What is the first thing she did? She went into a depression. She started peeing outside her little box. She didn't want to even get to the box. Whatever she was, she would pee. And so the client was very upset and confused. So she called me and we had a conversation. And so this little cat, all she needed to know, she's blind again. So she needed to go that she needed to know, sorry, that her friend had passed. 
she didn't know this. She just thought that he was gone and he had left her to fend for herself. So all I needed to tell her was that, no, he was in spirit and he was not coming back. And then I gave her the choice of having another cat as a companion. And those are the things that we need to discuss with the animals when there is a death in the family. Another story. This is a long time ago. I had a um, cockatiel that was very loud and very obnoxious. And so the owner asked me to have a consultation with him. Well, it just so happened, I didn't know this, that it wasn't a real owner. She was fostering him. And the bird told me that his owner had passed away in front of him. Wow. That he had seen him collapse on the ground and that he was beside himself and he didn't know what to do. And that's why he was screaming because he was so anxious and so upset. And a third one, and that one is on my uh, book, Your Pet Call, is about a dog that was on a kennel at home. And he told me that when he was in the kennel, he saw someone that he knew come in the house. He heard two shots and then he smelled the warm blood as it poured down the tile on the kitchen. So a boyfriend came home, shot his uh, strange girlfriend and her daughter. And while all this time he was in the kennel and he couldn't help. So therefore, right now, he cannot see a kennel. He cannot go in a kennel. He cannot be next to uh, a kennel of any type, shape, or form. And mm. that is the reason why. Wow. You know, these are the times that we're living in. And for those of you out there, if you want some insight into your animal friend, your pet, uh, please give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. If you want to find out and schedule your own time with Dr. Monica, you can go to petcommunicator.com. When we come back, what we're going to be talking about is what happens in the impact of the change in people, either in your house or out of your house. But what happens? What can we do to be more mindful of this? We're going to be talking about that when we come back. Stay tuned, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Yeah. 
Check us out at drpatcho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Dr. Monica is in the house. We're taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. Or go over on Facebook. We're taking your messages there as well. Uh, Facebook.com, Transformation Talk Radio. And Dr. Monica, you were just telling me about what you've just posted, what you have on your Facebook, about what we were talking about during the show. Because right. I said to you, okay, I've been living here 10 years. Now, all of a sudden, there are two snakes that <laughs> want to reveal themselves to right. us here. And, I, yeah. and you said, well, yeah, these animals are coming out everywhere. And yes. how do people find out more about you? How do they book a session with you? And you said you posted some pictures on your Facebook. So let's talk about that, too. Right. Uh, my Facebook page is uh, it's not in English, unfortunately. It's Doctora with an A, D-R-A, uh, Monica uh, Diedrich. And if you go and visit that page, you'll see that I posted a clip of animals around the world and how they have overtaken the cities. It's wonderful. You see animals all over the world, uh, from uh, wallabies to crocodiles to uh, um what else? Uh, oh my gosh, I, I cannot remember right now, but all over. And you have little clips and it tells you what city and what country they're from. And it's just so interesting to see that because no one is on the street, the animals have retaken you know, their habitat 
you can call it. And they are really enjoying walking down the streets of uh, the world. So it's, it's a fun little clip and you can go and visit. So let's cool. talk about my website is simply called petcommunicator.com. You can go visit. There's a lot of information there, but if you want to make an appointment, then uh, my phone number is up at the top. Call me. Let's book an appointment for you and your pet if you have any problems, any behaviors, anything at all. If you're interested in my new book, Your Pet Called, then please go ahead and look at books and CDs tab and you will have the new book. But today, just to celebrate that I'm having a new book, I don't have the new books yet, but I do have my fifth book, okay? And it's called For Pet's Sakes, Do Something. This is my uh, book three on a series of books, but you don't have to read the series one after the other. It's How to Heal Your Pet Using alternative and complementary medicine. You know, especially nowadays, you can't rush out, you know, every five minutes to go to the vet. How to help you treat your pets at home. And I'm going to be giving away two of these, two of these. Okay, so let's put your name down and see who wins and uh, you can enjoy the book and read it at home. Awesome. Okay, so I made a statement before, uh, and I want to get back to it because that is what we're talking about today. You know, what we're talking about is, look, what about the routine in our lives? What about what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, what does this mean when you have the dynamics in the family change, right? Um, and I think that that is an understatement. I think that's an understatement right now for what's being revealed that's happening. But these are extraordinary times. I don't know how long they'll continue to be like this, but we really have disrupted the routine of our pets, of our animal friends. There's no question about it, unless you have not been affected by it. And certainly some of us here, some of my staff has not in the same way. Uh, you know, like Benny, for example, Benny, uh, the network that Benny is the KKNW, those people are essential workers. A lot of them have had to come in also with us, but that's not the general case. There have been changes. What are some of the other changes in routine that could happen and what is the effect? Right. Well, I would say that one of the most important changes is what time are they fed, for instance. If you're waking up later now and uh, you're feeding your pets later or earlier, it doesn't matter, but at, at a different time, and then all of a sudden you're going back to work and it's two hours earlier, your pet might not eat because <laughs> the routine now is used to eating later. So you know, you can't uh, get very upset. You have to give your pet enough time. And do you remember how much time, Dr. Pat? How much time? 21 days. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's the time they need to adjust to the new routine. Okay, so. But that, that this, is, this is why we're talking about it. Right, exactly. Because, yeah. So 
we never thought, look, okay, maybe I'm being a little naive, but I don't think people in general, and you and I were just talking about what's going on in your city before the show. I don't think folks really thought about uh, the fact that this was going to go on past 21 days, That's but right. it has. So yeah. we are really in the cycle of this now for our pets, aren't we? Right. So now because we are over 21 days, this is their new normal. So now they have a normal routine. They know when they're eating. They know if they're walking. They know uh, that the person is going to be inside watching TV. They know to get on the sofa, you know, whatever it is. This is their new normal. So we are okay. But the new normal is going to change again once we are able to go back to work and we do other things. Some people will have a completely new normal life. You know, because let's face it, some places have closed down. You cannot back, go back to work there. You're going to have to find uh, a, another way. But what happens is from today to tomorrow, you have a new routine. Well, it's going to be very tough on your pets. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. They're going to miss you terribly because now you were home 24 hours a day and the next day you are out 12 hours a day so the one of the things that i always suggest is for you to keep things as normal as you can like breakfast and dinner take him out for a walk even if you have to get up half an hour earlier get them their walk before you leave I can't stress how important is their first walk of the day and their last walk of the night. If you can do it, you should make sure that you always do that. And then when you are gone, I would leave either the television on, if you leave that on all the time, or the radio on, because it is important for them to uh, adapt themselves to at least hear someone talking like talk radio just leave it on and eventually they'll realize that you are not home and they can go back hopefully remember to do what they used to do before but in the beginning it's gonna be tough and you're going to come home you're going to see some things broken some things out of place uh, you're gonna have a very unhappy kids for the first how many days 21 21 days you got it 21 yeah um and let me ask you this i mean this is something i've noticed can and i don't know if this is a thing or not but i would like you to comment on it um in the neighborhood that i'm in um i go out for my walk and what i was used to seeing is you know one family member or the other would walk their dogs let's say for example what I've noticed is that's not the case anymore. There are different people walking the dogs, and sometimes there is like two or three family members family. that walk the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Does any does something like that have an impact, or is that not so such an impact? No, as long as they get their walk, it doesn't really matter how many people are walking them. Got it. But but for them the more the merrier because remember when we're talking about dogs dogs are pack animals so they need to 
to go on a pack. If the whole family goes, they're the happiest of campers. But if at least one of them goes, it's better than nothing. What they need to do is they need to go out because for a dog to go out on uh, their morning walk is like for us reading the newspaper or watching the news on television. They know things that happen in the neighborhood by their smell. So that's why it's so important for them to have that. So look, I, I love that you've got a new book coming out because you're really getting down and sharing the intimacy, the nature of what you do to help both the pet and the, um, and the owner. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, the fact that the animals called you to write the book is that there's a message they want us to hear and through you and through your voice. Um, I want to ask you this question. I don't think it's a coincidence that this has come up for you and here we are talking about it. And are the kinds of issues coming up now where people are calling you, are the kinds of issues different that people are bringing to you or are, is it just the times we live in and there maybe are more of them? Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, the question is very good. Actually, the problems that people are having are problems that I have seen all along, except that they were very centralized to one person's problem. But right now, we have the same problems, but there are more of them. So, uh, you know, I, I have to be so happy and lucky to be working in this area because since this pandemic, I am this year now than I was before. And it is be because people are home and they're noticing. Now they're noticing what their animals are doing and they're um, getting concerned about it. And that's why I'm getting so many calls and uh, they're different things, but they are behaviors and we need to figure out the reason why they're doing certain things so that we can help them and move on. And by the way, you're talking to an animal communicator and I, what I say to people is I'm going to be their translator. I am going to translate to you what they want, what they need from you, why they're doing what they're doing, how are they feeling emotionally, physically. And so you can do something about it. So the end result is always better when the uh, client can change their ways, listen to what the is saying and do something about it and that's the bottom line so I try to help them see what needs to be changed and between them and me we are changing the ways so that's all they want look um, I can only imagine I, I don't have my I don't have Travis now um, but I don't think I've ever talked about him. When we had him, this was a collie that looked just like Lassie. Full of, you know, what do they call it? Uh, full grown? No, that's not the right term. You know, full sized collie. Yes, Usually we see the little Shelties, right? Right, but they're a different breed. Yes. Different breed. Yes. Um, fell in love with this, this dog the minute I saw him. Didn't know anything about how to pick a dog out. Usually 
I got my dogs, they were strays or something like that, right? But this one, you know, I was out there and he literally got our attention. And what I learned about this, this particular dog and what we had to do to keep him alive. I mean, I literally renovated my vet's place and got my vet a Mercedes because I wasn't willing to give up on him. Even after we were told after 13 weeks, don't keep him. You know, they, his hips were at the whole thing. We had him 13 years, Wow. 13 years of love. Unusual, first of all, for a collie, you know, a purebred collie like that, 13 years is like, seriously? Yes, that's a lot. But I moved him. I moved him. And he went through a lot of changes. And one of the things I found interesting in my journey with that is I had to figure out a way for him to still be part of the family that we had. And my friends thought it was really odd that I would have him split his time. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a little bizarre now that I'm talking with you about it. I mean, I'm, I'm just hearing myself like, what? You flew your dog back to New Jersey for six months, but didn't have you to talk to. You know what would be the right thing to do. Uh, but he also experienced something interesting because... I was off to work for a good 10 of those 13 years. Hmm. Every day we'd go off to work, he'd be home, da, 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 all that. And then I wasn't. And hmm. then I was with him a lot. Wow. I mean, he and I spent half days up on Capitol Hill. Yes, Capitol Hill is where I moved in Seattle. But there was something about him. He was so almost human in nature, almost psychic. And I wanted to talk to you about this because I don't think that, that, that he was alone. I think dogs have their radar, but this particular dog was pretty psychic and he would communicate with us in different ways. So for example, if there was something that he wanted and he was not getting and we're watching TV or the football game, and this is a big hairy dog. This is not like a teeny dog. Uh, before we had 65 inch TVs, he would literally plop himself sitting up tall right in front of the TV. That was him. But the question is, sometimes we're not aware of the sensitivity of our animal friends. We're just not aware. And I'm not saying we all can gain that level of sensitivity that you have because you are the pet communicator. So I don't think any of us are going to be jumping into like a cage with lions anytime soon, <laughs> but we have to become more aware right now. We yes. really do. But I think that as a society, we are becoming more and more aware of our pets and you are absolutely right. All pets come with a mission a plan of action. And some of them are so intuitive to what you need, you as the uh, client or as their human, that they become your partner. Very much like the military dogs are partner with a soldier. And throughout their lives, they might have more than one soldier to partner with. Right. Uh, right? So 
that's what happened. They know their mission in life. I have a client who is um, a, a psychologist and she takes her dog to work every day with her. And this dog will work with the children that are traumatized so that they can relax enough to be able to talk to her or they would talk with, um, will be next to an adult who uh, is uh, difficult to express mm -hmm. his feelings and he's able to express them better because this dog is next to him. So dogs that have a mission in life are very good at what they mm -hmm. do. And it's almost like they can read your thoughts and know exactly what you need out of them. Not every dog is that. There are dogs that are nurses that right. all they need to do is sit next to their uh, owner and just become their nurse. There are uh, dogs that are babysitters. That's all they do is babysit their babies, you know. And so, but they each have a plan of action, a mission in life. And we have to be aware and uh, be looking into that so that we get to understand yeah. them better. Now, I want to, we only have a minute left, but this might be something we do in our next show. One of the questions that came in from Julie is, I just want to know, are all animals the same? And I think this would be a great topic for our next show. Basically, what Julia is saying is, do my cat and my dog act the same? And I think your book is really going to talk to this because I think this is a great question. I, I think that, you know, for one of the shows, maybe the next show, we could talk about, you know, how we think all of our animal pets, all of our animal friends are the same. But it's fascinating to really hear it from your perspective, because I would venture to say not everybody that walked into that lion's cage there had the same reaction you had. Right. So we know <laughs> we know that can't be the same. I hope you post that video. Um, Dr. Monica, thank you for today. Would you let people know the best way to schedule time with you, how they can find you, all of the above? Right. So you go visit petcommunicator.com. My phone number is at the top of every page there. And you have some information on me, how I became an animal communicator. So call me. Uh, we can schedule an appointment. Usually you have to wait a little bit, but you know, it's well worth your time and your animals time to have a consultation. And um, my new book, Your Pet Call is available. And uh, we will see you next time with more information on pet stock. Thank you for right. having thank me. Thank you all. Pat. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And, you know, please reach out to Dr. Monica as these situations arise because she has a solution. I mean, basically been spending a lifetime of not just uh, working with her clients, but teaching, teaching others how to do what she does. You've been listening to Pets Talk with pet communicator, Dr. Monica and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month to solve your pet problems. For more information on Dr. Monica and communicating with your pets, visit PetCommunicator.com.